Praised be Jesus Christ. Peace be with you. Today, as I'm recording this, it's the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Although by the time you are hearing this, it's going to be a little bit later because of some changes that I am making to the podcast this year, uh, starting this fall, this semester. Changes in the uh, production schedule and some little shakeups in the different segments on the podcast. So you have a lot of exciting new things to look forward to in this now sixth season of In Your Embrace podcast. Friends, uh, it's been about six months, I think, since the last time I recorded an episode. I apologize for the long hiatus, the long um, and unexpected delay between episodes. If you've been subscribed on Apple Podcasts or, or Spotify or wherever you listen to the show, you will have seen over the last few months um, quite a few bonus episodes popping up. And those, of course, are my homilies I've been preaching in the different parishes where I've been uh, serving. Because, uh, well, if you're not aware of this yet, I will gladly share the good news with you now. I was ordained as a deacon on May 21st at the Cathedral of of St. Mary um, of the Immaculate Conception in Portland, Oregon. Thanks be to God. So uh, since then, I've been serving. Uh, this summer, I was blessed to serve in uh, a little parish in southern Oregon, Ashland, Oregon, right on the California border. It's our southernmost parish. And um, I had a very lovely time there. And uh, I think I probably have some listeners now from among that community. So if you're from Ashland, from Our Lady of the Mountain, God bless you. I miss you guys, and uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> For those uh, who are not from Ashland, um, I am back now at St. Patrick's Seminary here in Menlo Park, and I'm finishing up my seminary formation here with my final year of studies. We've just started classes this last week, and uh, so it's kind of the, the, last, the last time around the track for me. This is going to be my final year, and... Uh, I'm very excited about it. I'm looking forward to just the many, the many opportunities that come with being a deacon in the seminary. It's a very unique time in formation. Uh, the last year, you know, you kind of have one foot out the door <laughs> in a certain sense because we're already ordained clergy. And so on the weekends, we're assigned to go out to parishes, you know, to preach, to do baptisms, funerals, weddings. Uh, serve at masses, um, do sick calls, whatever else that the local pastors might require. During the week, though, we are in the house taking our normal classes and participating in the whole rhythm and routine of seminary life. But we are doing so as deacons, and so there is a difference. And even within the seminary, you know, we serve as deacons in the community mass. We get to preach. Um, Fridays are the day for deacons to preach, so we rotate amongst ourselves and we get to lead the Liturgy of the Hours, offer blessings, um, bring Holy Communion to our brothers who are sick, and you know things of, of that nature. So it really is different being back here this year than it has been any other year in my formation. I'm uh, filled with gratitude to Almighty God who has been so good to me. And I'm also just filled with pride and gratitude in my brothers. <laughs> uh, a, holy, a holy pride. 
in having seen, you know, amongst my classmates, having journeyed with them over all these years, and seeing now the fruits of our years of formation. You can never see it so clearly in yourself, right? But I can sure see it in them, the ways that they have all uh, just, um, yeah, matured into this vocation, and, and that together we are continuing to mature into it, to live into it, the fullness of who the Lord is calling us to be and inviting us to be in Him. It's really a beautiful time right now for me, um, and I really appreciate all of your prayers and encouragement, and I ask you to continue, please, praying for me, for my classmates, and my seminarian brothers this year, especially those of us who are looking ahead towards priestly ordination next summer. God willing for me, that will be uh, June 24th of 2023, again in Portland, Oregon. Um, the date is not is not confirmed, but it is penciled in <laughs> on the diocesan calendar. So you can go ahead and pencil it in on yours as well. And I would be very glad to see all of you there. May I ask a favor of you, if you are listening to this episode, and uh, let's say if it's, well, um, if you, uh, let's just say if you haven't done so already, I will repeat this plea over the next couple of weeks in the hopes of kind of catching everybody sooner or later. So if you haven't done so already in response to a plea made by me on the podcast, would you please send me a message to let me know you are listening? Even if you think I already know, and I may already know, would you please send me a message in response to this specific plea to let me know you are listening to In Your Embrace podcast? You can do so at my website, inyourembrace.com. If you go there, click on contact, you can just put in your name and send me a little message. Or if you know me in quote unquote real life, <laughs> if you know some other way to get a hold of me, like text or email, or whatever, please, yeah, you feel free to use that. I'm trying to compile just purely for myself a list of names of those who are listening to this podcast because it makes a difference. I want to know uh, who kind of the core community are, who I'm speaking to. I've met many of you um, in, out in the world in the different parishes. I would like to just have your names um, so I can have you in mind as I'm recording these episodes this year and also to carry you in, in prayer and perhaps in the, in the uh, near to middle term future, to work on some kind of um, in-your-embrace community, which would be uh, purely, you know, just open to those who listen to the podcast, but which you would be invited to. Um, perhaps a way to share prayer requests amongst one another or just have a little bit of discussion rather than just listening to me talking all the time <laughs> to have the chance to have a bit of a conversation amongst ourselves. Those are just some ideas I have, but... Uh, first, I would like to just start keeping a list, again, purely for myself, not for public release, uh, of those who are listening to the podcast. So please, if you would, send me a message. Uh, you can pause the podcast right now and do it, and just let me know that you're listening, and I will keep that, that list. And again, I'll repeat this plea over the next several episodes, so uh, yeah, I'll, 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 over the next month or so, continue asking and trying to build up the list. All right, 
So a word about some changes coming to the podcast this year. I am excited to get back into this after several months away. And um, I think the time away from recording, you know, which was really purely of practical necessity. You'll remember that the last semester, spring semester I had here in seminary was very, very taxing, very difficult. I had so many classes. I was constantly just burdened by the coursework and also uh, preparation for ordination, you know. And then over the summer, um, just first (laughs) the proximate preparations for ordination in May and then afterwards, uh, so many joyful um, experiences as a deacon, getting to go to my brother's ordinations in their different dioceses, and then settling into my parish assignments, beginning to preach, beginning to uh, do all the, the things that a deacon does in the parish. So I really didn't have the, the bandwidth to do the podcast. However, I was thinking about it, um, and I think in this sixth season... We're going to see some of the fruits of uh, taking a break um, and reevaluating what this podcast can be for. So this year, as I mentioned, I'm going to start uh, releasing the podcast a few days after recording it. So it's not going to be immediately recorded and posted as it has been in previous years. Um, For you... You, you may or may not see much of a difference on that end other than when the podcast shows up in your podcast app. I'm hoping to get them scheduled each week for Mondays. I'm currently thinking Mondays at 6 p.m. So you should just get them regularly popping up at, a, at that fixed time, at that set time every week, Monday at 6 p.m. And having a little bit of time in between for me to uh, edit the podcast is going to allow for some different experiences. For one thing, I hope that it will um, just allow for some more consistency in when the episodes come up. So it won't be, you know, kind of floating around like one week it shows up Sunday at noon, (laughs) one week it shows up Tuesday at nine o'clock. It'll just be at a fixed time. You'll know to expect a new episode. And if ever I have to miss a week or take a break, I will let you know of that. So it'll just just be more consistent that way. But another thing that having a little bit of extra breathing room between recording and posting is going to allow is I intend to incorporate some more conversations, some more dialogues with others as a part of this podcast on a, on a semi-regular basis. And so over the next several weeks, um, as we go into the month of September, you're going to be hearing some conversations that I've had with friends. Um, And these will just be maybe one segment per week, say during the Dickens segment, I might have a conversation with a friend who's also reading Dickens. And rather than just hearing me talk during that segment, you'll hear me talking with this person as together we explore some of the themes of the work that we've been reading and come to different insights than what would maybe have emerged if I was just out here walking and talking as usual. Part of my hope with this is that, um, as I alluded to earlier, the podcast might begin to become more of a, a, a community. 
more of a community of friends, a community of different voices joining together to discuss the many things that we all like to talk about <laughs> in the In Your Embrace podcast world. Shakespeare, Dickens, Tolkien, theology, liturgy, the saints, prayer, etc., uh, etc. Et and in the midst of this conversation, encountering new aspects of the truth. If we think of the truth as like a, a diamond, you know, the truth is one, but it has many facets. And so um, the more pairs of eyes <laughs> that you have gazing upon the truth, you're going to have different aspects of the truth coming to the fore. You're going to see different things as you gaze at it from different angles. Not contradictory, but complementary perspectives. So that's what I hope to bring in. More, more dialogue, more conversation, more complementary perspectives. I've already recorded some of those dialogues, and so um, as, I, as I say, having more time between recording and posting will allow me to have those conversations, to schedule them, to have them over Zoom or what, what have you, then to edit them, and then slot them into the different weeks of the podcast as we go along. So that's a, a major change for me on the back end. Again, not going to be so visible to you um, on the other end of the podcast, but just be prepared. You will start to hear some different voices in the weeks to come. If you would ever like to be on the podcast as part of one of these conversations, uh, perhaps about spirituality or about literature, uh, please let me know. When you send in your message, let me know you're interested. And I'd be very, very glad to invite any of you on um, to discuss a particular topic. So those are a preview of just some coming attractions in the weeks to come. Uh, to recap, the podcast will be coming out weekly, Mondays at 6 p.m. I'll go ahead and just commit to that now. From today, uh, at the end of August, through December, uh, what is it, December 12th, I think, which is our last day of the semester. So for the next couple of months throughout this fall semester, that's what I'll be doing, Mondays at 6 p.m. When the semester ends, um, I'll take a look at this again and, and maybe make some changes. But at least for the next few months, this is going to be the game plan. Monday, 6 p.m., new episodes every week, some more conversations. Also, I am looking forward to introducing a completely new segment to the podcast. And uh, this is going to take the place of the theology segment that we've had for many, many years. It's going to be a bit more focused. Rather than just kind of the very broad topic of theology, we're going to focus in, at least for this semester, maybe for the next year, maybe longer, we're going to focus in on Carmelite spirituality. What is the spirituality of Carmel? Um, I'm not going to answer that question now. <laughs> But we are going to begin asking it and looking at Carmelite spirituality, especially through the different images used by the great Carmelite uh, doctors of the church, St. Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, and my friend St. Therese of the Child Jesus. As you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know well, um, Carmelite spirituality is really the language of my heart. It's... Um, very much my own personal spirituality in, in the sense of um, 
yeah, the, the shape of my own spiritual life, my own um, habits and forms of prayer, the language of my conversation between my soul and God takes place in the language of the Carmelite saints and mystics. And very much, you know, Carmelite spirituality, um, as one, well, as my novice master told us in one class in the monastery, Carmelite spirituality is pure gospel. It's pure gospel. So it is, in that sense, it's the common spirituality of the church. It's not like some esoteric tradition or something. It's, it's, it's pure gospel, you know, it's pure Catholic spirituality. But it does have a particular accent and it does have its own language. We're talking about gospel truth and spiritual um, realities. And it's very rich, as I say, it's very rich in these highly evocative images. And it also just has a lot to teach us about entering into prayer, entering into dialogue with God. And so that's going to be another theme. It's going to be a regular weekly segment of the podcast this year, as I'm hoping and intending to incorporate more conversations among friends as part of the weekly In Your Embrace experience. (laughs) I also want to have this Carmelite segment be about um, how do we live in conversation with God? You know, what is it? What is it to have a friendship with God? The Carmelite saints are really like our great masters of that. And St. Therese, maybe above all, (laughs) shows us what it is to just live in daily friendship with God and in such intimacy with Him, to maintain constant conversation with Him, to live that close to His heart. So, as we begin these Carmelite segments starting next week, uh, we are going to just start looking at, at these questions. We will begin uh, with St. Therese. And so just to get a feel for her life, what's so special about her, and through the prism of her unique life as a Carmelite nun, just trying to kind of get a glimpse of the, the mountaintop. <laughs> a beautiful image of Carmelite spirituality is, of course, the ascent of Mount Carmel going up the mountain, up to the top, up to the heights. And there's many ways that image can be understood, some better than others. Um, But regardless, before we start kind of looking at the mountain and and the the path to the top and and all of that, I just want to give one kind of peaceful, glorious glimpse of the summit, which is bathed in sunlight and through the the lens of the life of St. Therese, just to see like, and what is what is the goal? What does friendship with God look like when it's incarnate in a human life? And what joys and what glories await those who pursue this path? So I hope that, uh, I hope that you're getting a little bit excited as I share these things. Um, I'm certainly excited about this season of the podcast and looking forward. I hope that it will bear great fruit and I hope it will be just edifying and inspiring for those of you who listen regularly. And I hope Also, that it will continue to spur great conversations uh, amongst us who are part of this little community of In Your Embrace podcast. Um, Anything else to share at this moment? I think I'll keep this podcast today uh, pretty short. I mostly just wanted to give you all 
an update, a preview of things to expect in the weeks and months to come. Um, I suppose let's just jump over and talk for a few minutes here about Charles Dickens, because I do have one piece of news to share on that front as well. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Come in, come in, and know me better, man. God bless us, everyone. What the dickens? As I mentioned earlier, I was particularly blessed over this summer in Ashland, Oregon, uh, to make some wonderful friends amongst the parishioners there at Our Lady of the Mountain Catholic Church. And among those who I had the privilege to meet this summer, one is a friend of mine named Rachel, who earlier this year had the idea to begin what she calls the Dickens Chronological Reading Club, the DCRC as at least I have taken to calling it. <laughs> now, this was completely independent of my idea in January of this year to star the Dickens 2022 project. And uh, it's, I think, just a beautiful glimpse of the Lord's providence, you know? <laughs> we didn't know one another at that time, uh, and yet we both had this idea. Now, Rachel is a lifelong devotee of Dickens, a Dickens disciple, and uh, I, of course, came into this year with almost no Dickens. I had read A Christmas Carol, and I read A Tale of Two Cities in high school and have since forgotten most of it. Rachel, I think, has read everything Dickens has ever written. Um, many of his works she's read, you know, tens of times. And she has wonderful capacity for insight and for, um, for lack of a better word, exegesis of Dickens breaking open his works and examining the themes and sort of the deep, um, how would you say, the, the deep substrata <laughs> beneath the stories themselves. And also just marveling at the wonderful characters and, and settings that Dickens is able to produce. So she is, she is a lover of Dickens. She is eminently well qualified to run the Dickens Chronological Reading Club. And after getting to know her this summer in Ashland, I thought, you know, the Lord is really just throwing me a softball here. I'd be a fool <laughs> not to join in this club, which is run by a true Dickens expert and which has the participation um, through the internet of, of many, many people the world over who are interested and um, interesting people with whom to discuss Dickens. So I made the decision this summer to mothball of the Dickens 2022 project. If you go on inyourembrace.com, you will no longer see a link to the reading schedule that I had proposed back in January. Rather, I'm moving over entirely to the DCRC schedule. And so, for the purposes of this podcast, we will now be following the schedule created by Rachel for the Dickens Chronological Reading Club. If you want to see this, there's a link in the podcast notes, in the show notes, um, there's also a link on inyourembrace.com, or you can go directly to her website, which is Ren Ink Paper. That's W-R-E-N, like the bird, Ren Ink Paper.com. 
If you go there, you will see the Dickens Chronological Reading Club. You can click on it, and then you can click on the schedule and see the whole thing. The first thing you will notice is that it extends over two years. And I think this was a, a wise decision on her part. When I created our Dickens 2022 project, I quickly realized that the complete works of Dickens were just too much to reasonably read within one year. And so I had to aggressively cull the list down to just five or six of his novels in order to fit them in to 2022. Well, Rachel went a different way. She just extended the project over two years <laughs> and thereby had plenty of room to include all of Dickens' works, his 19 novels, as well as some of his smaller works, like, um, I think, I think they're called like the Le Sketches of Italy, maybe, and Letters from America or something like that. His travelogues, little short stories, etc. Um, so for the purposes of the podcast, we will now be following the DCRC schedule. I want to invite you, if you are reading along with Dickens, to join the Dickens Chronological Reading Club. Again, you can do so at reninkpaper.com. Each week, uh, Rachel or another contributor to the club will post a weekly wrap-up, and so you'll get to read a, a very uh, concise and well-written summary of whatever chapters we've read that week, of whichever work it might happen to be. You'll also get to see um, quotes from the different uh, comments people have posted, because there's an ongoing dialogue each week amongst the club members talking about these works. And you can also comment yourself and chime in with your questions or insights or what's, what has struck you from the reading so far. So it's a wonderful little community and a way to read Dickens as part of a group of like-minded people. Well, not all entirely like-minded, <laughs> which is part of the fun. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> really, I should say a diverse group of people who were all united by uh, a love and an interest in the works of Charles Dickens. And uh, very interesting conversations always ensue. So please, uh, if you are reading along, do join in the fun at reninkpaper.com. Now here, here's the practical consequence for our, our purposes. Um, some of you, I think, have read David Copperfield. That was on our schedule initially for the summer. On the, so, so I should say, for the first half of the year, our former schedule and the DCRC schedule were perfectly in parallel. And again, God's providence, like, that's perfect. <laughs> Thanks be to God. Um, so the DCRC, just as we did, read the Pickwick Papers. And just as we did, they read Oliver Twist. Then they read um, something else, Nicholas Nickleby. They read Nicholas Nickleby, which is one that I had expunged from our schedule as, as uh, you know, uh, I was trying to make it concise enough to fit in one year. So we skipped Nicholas Nickleby. We skipped right ahead to David Copperfield. But in the DCRC schedule, they read through Nicholas Nickleby and then the old curiosity shop. And the point at which I met Rachel and decided to join the club was just as they were beginning the old curiosity shop. So I didn't read David Copperfield this summer. Instead, I started it, then I abandoned it some chapters in, and instead I read the old curiosity shop. Some of you will have read David Copperfield. That's fine. 
Um, it's more than fine. It's admirable. <laughs> You're just ahead of the game because now with the DCRC schedule, we are going to get to David Copperfield, I think, sometime early next year. Um, if you were following our, our former schedule, then you will not have read The Old Curiosity Shop, which I did, uh, nor will you have read Nicholas Nickleby, which I did not. So in uh, future episodes in the near future, we will be talking about The Old Curiosity Shop. Um, if you have the time and the inclination, by all means, read it. I highly recommend it, um, but don't feel like you're behind or something if, <laughs> if you haven't gotten to that one. And the nice thing about the DCRC schedule is uh, it incorporates uh, a qu quite a, a nice break between each one of Dickens's work. So, like, the club is on break right now. We have a two-week break after having finished Curiosity Shop uh, last week. And before we begin, I think Barnaby Rudge in another week's time. So there are these breaks throughout the schedule between each of the major works. You could certainly use one of those breaks to catch up um, if you are so inclined on Curiosity Shop or Nicholas Nickleby, which I will be catching up on probably during the next break in reading. Anyway, the point is, the schedule has changed. You can go on and take a look at it. We're starting Barnaby Rudge um, in another week's time. Please participate, you know, to, to whatever extent your interest and time commitments allow. Um, I'm not sure that I'll be able to read everything. Some of the readings on the DCRC schedule are optional, and I think for the most part I will probably be skipping those optional ones um, just because of doing other readings and, and academic work here in the seminary. But I am going to try to keep up with all the major works as we go along so that I can talk about them and draw out theological themes and have good conversations for you um, on the podcast each week. I have to say, um, after kind of a slow start with Dickens, I am becoming more and more enthusiastic about him and more of a, more of a, a real fan of Dickens as this year goes on. You'll remember in the beginning with Pickwick Papers, I thought, you know, it's, I, was, I was trying to give him a lot of benefit of the doubt because, of course, that was his first work. He was a young writer. But I remember thinking, you know, this is very wandering. I can't really, there's, I don't really sense like much of a plot. Um, <laughs> I just wasn't very, um, I don't know. He didn't light my, my heart on fire <laughs> in the beginning. Oliver Twist, which I haven't had a chance to talk about yet on the podcast, Oliver Twist really um, was deeply moving. By the end of it, I shed some tears, and there were many poignant moments in that novel. Um, and then Curiosity Shop as well, really uh, just pierced my heart by the end of it. So those are two works I look forward to discussing in, in much greater depth in the weeks to come, um, and having some some friendly conversations with others about as well, which you will certainly be able to listen in on in the relevant segments of the podcast. So, um, to recap, <laughs> major changes coming beginning next week. Go to reninkpaper.com to join the DCRC to see our new schedule. Go to inyourembrace.com, click on contact to send me a message. Let me know you're listening. 
Uh, let me know your name, please, <laughs> as well. And if you're interested in coming on the podcast as a guest, let me know that, and we will make it happen. Please continue to pray for me. Know of my prayers for all of you. I pray um, for all of you whose, whose names I know. I remember you now in my heart, and those whose names I don't. I entrust you to the Lord who knows you very well. I ask that he will shower you with every blessing, every good and perfect gift from above this week. I pray that our good Lord, who loves mankind, will draw you very close to himself. I pray that he will continue the good work he has begun in each one of your lives, and in my own, and the lives of my brothers. And this week, that he may show us a little bit better just what it means to live in friendship, in harmony, in intimacy with so good a God as He is. And until next week, dear friends, I will offer you my blessing. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Rejoice.